0: hidden these things from the wise and understanding, and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal them. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you. Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Please be seated. Readings were uh, a blessing and encouragement. was one day the psalm, the, the New Testament reading, and the gospel. And so say particularly the gospel speaks of a sweet blessing that comes to those who repent and believe the message about Jesus. So in this passage, Jesus himself offers the invitation to come and find our rest in him. How many feel rested this morning? The rest of you are half asleep still, yeah? Jesus talks about rest in our passage this morning. But not just a physical rest, not just a mental rest. He's talking about a rest that is much more important. He's talking about a deeper rest. He's talking about a spiritual rest, a rest this morning for our souls. Because we are a restless people, aren't we? Our lives are often filled with hurts. Our lives are often filled with regrets and guilt. And on top of all of that, there are so many distractions, aren't there? Sometimes we try and chew them all out with music, or we try and chew the distractions out by watching television or with various activities. But none of those cure the restlessness that are in our souls. None of that can make us whole again. Augustine once said this prayer and said, O Lord, you have formed us for yourself and our souls are restless until they find their rest in you. I good use for you this morning. Jesus offers you rest. Jesus says, come to me, all who labour and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. So the big question this morning is, do you want rest in your life? If so, then come to Jesus this morning. In this passage, Jesus talks about how we may find rest in God through Him, through Jesus alone. If your soul is restless this morning, if you are weary, if you are burdened by the heaviness and the load you carry in this life, then this message, this passage is for you. You need to find your rest in God through Jesus Christ. So our first thought this morning is come to Jesus and learn from God. Verses verses 25 to 26 says, At that time Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord, of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. So how do we do it? How do we learn or come to Jesus and learn from God? How do we find rest in our soul? First of all, Jesus invites you and I to come to Him and learn from God. Jesus' prayer in 25 says, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and the understanding and revealed them to little children. Notice that Jesus is, Jesus first addresses the Father as Lord of heaven and earth. That reminds us how great and how awesome God is. God is sovereign above all things. He knows all things. There is nothing in heaven and earth that lies outside of His gracious power. He is in control this morning of the whole universe. Now you might be wondering why would an awesome and mighty king have anything to do with human beings? Why does he even notice us down here on this third rock from the sun? (laughs) And yet the Holy Bible tells us we are noticed. Not only are we noticed, but we are known. We are known. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse 5, God says, Behold, I even formed you in your mother's womb behold i even formed you in your mother's womb i knew all about you before he formed you and i in our mother's womb god knew all about us before I even formed you. and yet he not only notices us and he knows us but he speaks to us he teaches us he reveals to us things that are otherwise hidden from us. The Bible says God has hidden these things from the wise and the learned. So God does not reveal these things to everyone. Let's go back to verse 25 again. Jesus says, I thank you Father, Lord of heaven and earth that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. These things, you have hidden these things That refers to spiritual truth revealed by God. The spiritual truth that comes from God. When Jesus says that God had hidden these things from the wise and the learned. He's not talking about your intelligence. He's not talking about your IQ level. He's not talking about your grade point average this morning. The wise and the learned in this verse are not those that have extra smarts not those who have great intellects. The wise and the learned are the people who rely on their wisdom and their understanding instead of God's wisdom and God's understanding. They are the exact opposite of the person described in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5-6. to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. And when Jesus says that God has revealed these things to little children, he's not talking about infants and babies. Elsewhere in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus uses similar language. So we know what he means. In Matthew 18, 3 he says, I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like what? Little children. You will never enter the kingdom of God. You will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So Jesus is speaking here about humility and trust. God has hidden these things from the people who think they know it all. But to those who humbly trust God and His word, rather than their own wisdom and strength, rather than their own their own wit and instinct, God has and is revealing powerful truths. So the big question is Why did God choose to reveal these things to the humble and the trusty rather than the proud and the self-reliant? Well, Jesus finishes off his prayer in verse 26 and he says, Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. Or in other translations, it says, such is your gracious pleasure or such is your gracious choice. In other words, it is God's choice. He is the Lord of heaven and earth. And He gets to choose who He will reveal spiritual truth. And He reveals it to those who are humble and trusting. Is that you this one? Is that you this one? Are you humble and trusting? Or do you resist? Are you passively proud? Are you passively self-reliant? How do you find rest for your soul this morning? First of all, we come to Jesus in order to learn from God. We come as little children, confessing our weaknesses, our lack of understanding. Not coming as a victim. We do not come to God as a victim. Not in a a self-righteous way, but as a trusting child. And the Lord of heaven and earth will reveal these things to you. Number one, we come to Jesus and learn from God. Number two, we come to Jesus and know the Father. Verse 27 says, All things have been handed over to me by my Father. And no one knows the Son except the Father. And no one knows the Father except the Son. And anyone whom the Son chooses to reveal." Me. There are a number of things we learned from this verse this morning. First, all things and being committed to Jesus by the Father. That's an amazing statement this morning. Jesus is saying that God the Father, the Lord of heaven and earth, has put all things under Jesus' power and authority. Basically, Jesus is saying God is giving you charge over the whole universe. And so all things, all those things that God is pleased to reveal, come through Jesus this morning. The world sometimes accuses Christians of being narrow-minded because we focus so exclusively on Jesus. But Jesus is the Son of God, and God the Father has revealed revealed himself through Jesus. There is no other way to know God this morning. No other way. John 14, 6 says, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. Secondly, Jesus tells us in verse 27 that no one knows the Son except the Father. In other words, only God the Father truly knows Jesus the Son. And Jesus is the infinite, majestic, eternal Son of God. John 1, 1 1-3 says, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made; without him nothing was made that has been made. But no one, looking at Jesus two thousand years ago, could know that. He looked just like an ordinary man. He just looked like you and I, an ordinary human being. Even John the Baptist, who was sent to prepare the way for Jesus, did not recognize him on his own. God had to reveal him to John. John the Baptist said in the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 32 to 34, says, I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. I would not have known him except that the one who sent him to me to be baptized with water told me The man whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is is, is he who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I have testified that this is the Son of God. Verse 27 in its entirety declares that Jesus is God. He was with the Father in the beginning. He was known. uh, He has known the Father throughout all eternity. If there is anyone who knows God the Father and can help you and I know the Father, it is Jesus Christ this morning. There is no one else. That's why Jesus says at the end of verse 27, No one knows the Father except the Son, and those whom the Son chooses to reveal Him. Only Jesus this morning can reveal the Father. And to whom does Jesus choose to reveal God? To those who are humble and trusting. To the little children, rather than to the wise and to the learned. So number one. Jesus invites you to come to know Him and learn from God. Number two, Jesus invites you to come to know Him, and to, 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 to Him, to know the Father. And so finally, Jesus invites you to come to Him and find rest for your soul. Let's look at verses 28 and 30. Come to me, all who labor and give laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. These are some of Jesus' most comforting and best-loved words recorded in all of Scripture. There are several things to notice here. First of all, look at Jesus' invitation. Jesus offers rest to the weary and to the burden. It's an open invitation. No one, no one is excluded. Come to me, all who labour at a heavy weight. If you are weary and you are burdened this morning, then you qualify. This offer is open to you. My friend, life is full of struggles. Life is full of hardships. It's easy to grow weary. It's normal to be discouraged. It's common to struggle under the heavy weight of life's burdens. And if that is you this morning, then Jesus offers you rest. The word rest is a word that means to be still, to cease from movement. Jesus offers to take all the striving, all the restless longing of your heart and give you rest. And the word you is also an important word. Come to me all the labor and are anyway. labor I will give you rest. This is Jesus' gift to you. You do not have to earn it. You do not have to deserve it. You only need to respond to Jesus' invitation this morning. Secondly, notice Jesus' character in verse 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly of heart, or lowly in heart and you will find rest for yourselves. What is Jesus like? He is gentle and humble in heart, or lowly in heart. The word humble means to come low to the ground. That's what the word means, to come low to the ground. And that's exactly what God did for you in Jesus. Jesus is God's gift to you. God is infinitely higher than any one of us. Any of us. God is infinitely higher. The Bible says heaven. God says heaven is His throne, and the earth is His footstool. And yet, God came low to the ground in Jesus' name. God came low to the ground through Jesus Christ. God, the Creator of the universe, the Creator of time and space, stepped out of eternity, and He came to planet Earth and disguised Himself as a human being. As a man called Jesus. And as the Son of God, Jesus showed us what the Father is like. Jesus is gentle and humble in heart. That means, so is God the Father. So is God the Father. A lot of times people think God is harsh and God is judgmental. And yes, God will and must judge sin, but God is not harsh. He is gentle, loving and forgiving. My friends, he sent his son to die for your sins. He understands our weaknesses. Psalm 103 verses 13 to 14 says these words. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust." That's what God is like, my friends. That's what God is like. Thirdly, Jesus calls you and I to follow him as disciples. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn from you. The word learn in this verse is related to the Greek word disciple. When Jesus tells you to take his yoke upon you, he is asking you to become his disciple. He's inviting you to follow him and to serve him as your master. My friends, this world is a harsh taskmaster, but not Jesus. Jesus is gentle and humble in heart. And when you follow Him, you will find rest for your soul. Finally, we why will we find rest for our soul? And we need to look at uh, what Jesus says in verse 30. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The people Jesus was talking, uh, talking to were burned under the law. The religious leaders practically buried them under a pile of laws, under a pile of commandments, under a pile of traditions. And Jesus describes them this way in Matthew 24, verse 4. They tie up heavy loads and put them on men's shoulders. But they themselves will not lift a finger to move them. The law was a heavy burden to the people of Jesus' way. And it is a heavy burden to us today also. The law is always a heavy burden because we cannot keep it. The law says, do not lie, and we lie. The law says, do not steal, and we steal. The law says, you shall have no other gods before me. And we put all sorts of things before God in our lives. Our time, our pleasure, our money. And we make idols out of all of them. And so we feel the weight of the burden and the judgment of God's law in our lives. And a lot of people think that's what Christianity is all about. They think it's nothing but a bunch of rules and laws to follow. But that's not how Jesus describes it here, is it? He says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You see, being a Christian is not about following the law. It's about following a person. Being a Christian is not about religion, it's about relationship. It is about following Christ, it is about taking Christ's yoke upon you. And Jesus' yoke is easy because He is there to help you live a Christian life. He is there to forgive you when you fail. He is there to pick you up when you fall. And He is there to strengthen you for the journey ahead. And He is there to give you rest for your soul. As the piano plays quietly. Isaiah 57 verse 20 says, But the wicked are like the tossing sea, which cannot rest, whose ways cast up mire and mud. The Bible says there is no rest for the wicked, there is also no rest for those who are outside of Christ. We can only find rest for our souls when we come to God through Jesus. The invitation is open to all who will humble themselves before God and become and come and come to trust his Son. Come to Jesus and learn from God. Come to Jesus and know the Father. Come to Jesus and find rest. For yourself. And if you can hear the sound of my voice, whether it's in this environment or whether you're watching online and you want to come to Jesus this morning, and you'll say, yes, pastor, that is me. Yes, I want to come to Jesus. That means you want to give your life to Christ, that you want your sins to be that you want to become a child of God, that you want to experience rest for your soul, and you want to make heaven your home. And you say in your heart of hearts, yes, Pastor Neil, that is me. Yes, I want to come to Jesus. Then I would ask you to repeat this prayer. Let us everyone join in this prayer together and support those who God is supporting. So repeat after me. Lord Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you today. Forgive me my sins. Me my sin. Wash me with your blood. Wash me in your I believe that you died for me on the third day. On the third day. And rose again, again that I may be justified. Right now I believe my sins are forgiven. Right now, I am justified, justified by your blood. I am born again. I am saved. I am a child of God. I am free from the power of sin. I am, I am free to serve the, power of sin. To, serve the living God. to serve the living God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For, for saving me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. For restoring me. For Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. For, saving me. for saving me. If you pray that prayer for the first time, please raise your hand up. Amen. Honest hearts, with you, First time you pray that prayer, Amen. I want to pray for you, Father. I pray over this precious soul. Your grace has saved them. Let your grace also preserve them. I cover you with the precious blood of Jesus. Remain covered until the day of His appearing. You have come into the Lord. You will never have any reason to go back into the darkness. You've come into fear. You will never go back into darkness. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. And all God's people said, Amen. 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 I feel like we should see a song. I don't know. It's not in the third day. But we can do it. We can do anything. Can we have the worship team come up and just... Oh, uh, let's just the song. <laughs>